This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, this episode is all about our boy, Parma Giancarlo. Mike Stanton. What do we know about Mike Stanton, Damon? Mike Stanton, I think that he gets a lot of shit for for uh, not being the type of player that everyone wanted him to be. But I think it's a common misconception. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, you personally were on the non-supporting Stanton. You were against I, Stanton. I did not like Stanton for a long time. Why um, is that? Because I thought that he was always getting injured, not worth the money. Um, but I think I was just blinded by a lot of things because looking at his stats and the games played his entire career, guy's durable. Guy's I mean, durable, and I think that he gets a lot of shit for not being that. Let's just talk at face value here. This is a player who was a former MVP two years ago. He's a two-time Silver Slugger, four-time All-Star, and each of those All-Stars have been coming as of late. He's still mm-hmm. 29 last year. He'll be 30 this year. That's still baseball prime. Baseball prime yeah. is weird. It starts around 27, and you can play a player like him of his caliber and of his health and durability. Honestly, people say he isn't durable, like you said. Look at these yeah. games played. Recently, yes, he was hurt last year. He played 18 games. He only had 59 at-bats. I get that. I get that. But look at other years. Starting from 2016 to 2017, 28, 2017 he played 159 games. You know it's a 162-game season, Damon. And the game, the season after that, he played, he played 158 games. If that's not... I mean, I don't get how people are... I mean, I and guess... The, the one, so the one season where he played under 100 games, aside from last season, was 2015. 74. Didn't he get, didn't he get was hit still in the an fucking all-star. face? Yeah, and he, he was still an all-star. Face that, that season? Still an all-star that year, too. This guy, I mean... He is the definition of durable. I don't I don't get what people are saying that he's not durable for. Like, he was injured last year. Fine. I get it. I understand that. But look at the guy's tra- – like, look at his track record. Yeah, I mean, the man could play. And he's a phenomenal player. You know, he's he has been a consistently good player. You know, it started off his rookie year with the Florida Marlins, and he's got – 22 home runs next year, 34, next year, 37, 24, 37, 27, 27, 59, 38. That is a (laughs) consistent ass career. And then people don't even like Yankee fans. I get you. You might not be looking so much at Miami stats. Fine. When he came to the Yankees, he still got 38 home runs and 100 RBIs. Like what? Yeah. How is that a bad season? His first year in New York. First year in New York. He was supposed to not do as well. 
I get which the, is a which you, is a crazy transition from Miami, the Florida Marlins. Yeah, he's a guy who to I the New York Yankees. He's a guy who I honestly think is built for New York. He had he, he is he can shrug shit off. He doesn't care. I mean, yeah. after going through this shit in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, everybody hated him. I was still Team Sten. I do understand that. Going into this year, he did open with an injury, so if the season ended up starting again, but that's shit he's been dealing with. Like once he gets a clean slate past this injury bug, the guy's still in his prime. He's not a, a fragile I mean, guy. I don't even think it's a bug. I think that here's the thing. I think that he got this rep for being injury prone because last year it wasn't a lot. It wasn't one big injury. It wasn't yeah. like a Tommy John that You're kept right. him out. It was. Injury here, injury there. Uncertainty here, uncertainty there. And then it's, I'll play one game, I'll be out for 25. You know, it's, yeah. it was a lot it was of back annoying. and forth. It yeah, was it was annoying. And I think that's why everyone felt that, oh, he can't stay in the field. Okay, but exactly. But it's annoying. But imagine how that was for him. He was trying, I think that's different from yeah. like an Ellsbury situation, for example. Everybody's different from Ellsbury. Oh. But I'm just saying, he was off and there was no signs of him trying to get back on the field. Stan yeah. was actively trying to get back, and maybe he was not get. He was the, coming back too early. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's probably why he was left off for. He only played eighteen games last year. So yeah. honestly, I have given him shit too about being soft and not ever, everything like that. I've fallen into that trap, but he's really not. He just wanted to be on the field more, and I think that's why people. I agree. I think people think he's more injury prone because he, it was a bunch of different injuries and it was a new one every day. So it seemed. Yeah, and I think that kind of blinded people from the amazing success that he's had in his previous years. You know, he won the MVP in 2017. He's all-star years before that. I mean, he, he was, was still second second MVP voting in 2014. And in the first so, year with the Yankees, he was still 19th in MVP. So, like, he's still up there with the top players in the league. I mean, I just don't get it. I But, however... I see both sides. I see because it's it's recency bias. It's whatever's been happening course, recently. Yeah. So I don't know. To move on, I think going forward, what can you expect out of Stanton next year? I think more of the same. I think better stats. Honestly, my projection: better stats than he had in 2018. Maybe not 59 home runs, but again, this is a guy who's who, and I believe it. If he had the banging and he was told how many. Have like what pitches were coming when he could hit 80 home runs. I believe it. He's a guy who has raw power, and he's just, I mean, yeah. you see his power, his strength when he's benching Adriano Lima and hitting a sledgehammer onto a fucking tire. Yeah. I mean, these workouts, and, I guess that doesn't really bode well for the whole, like, oh, you're unhealthy and everything like that. And he's doing these weird workouts that could get you hurt. So I, I, I believe that. I buy into that more. Whatever. If I could, if I could do that and, and, then change reality, I probably would too. But it's it's the thing is is that um, what was I saying? I completely forget. He's just a player that is he's going to consistently oh, put up those numbers. Saying. My projection for him is he's going to. I think my projection. I think over forty home runs, over hundred RBIs. He's a career two sixty eight hitter. I think he he's going to strike out. It's just going to happen. Even in his yeah. MVP year, he batted two eighty. But the, like, the thing he's is, striking the thing out. is that there's there's no stats or there's no real data to prove that he's not going to have another consistent year like he's been having in previous seasons there's nothing to suggest that he's gonna 
you know, bat 220 and hit four home runs and be a, a liability in the field. Yeah, no there was there was no year he's ever done that. The lowest he's ever batted was in 2016 where he batted 240. And I don't see that happening. I, th- I think the guy's in his prime now. He's one of the better players in the league when healthy. And if he's yeah. healthy, then he's he's one of the best players on the Yankees. So I don't get – a lot of people have been saying also, like, we're better without him in the lineup. Like, shut up. Bullshit. Yeah. Pump the brakes. He's we're not. makes this team better. He's a perennial MVP candidate. Any year he's healthy. Yes, I completely agree. And a, a lot of other shit that he gets is that maybe he's not the best fielder. Throw him a DH. That's also not true. The guy in his career has a 98% fielding percentage. I know that's kind of blind about a lot of things, but that's not easy to come by, especially as a, as a right fielder. Yeah, and maybe... He's got a cannon for an arm. Yeah, and hard not to when you're that fucking big. Yeah, so I think he gets I mean, a lot of shit that's a lot not, of, not deserved. A lot of that comes from probably when he was in the game on the Yankees because, I mean, we used him primarily as a DH because we had a loaded outfield in terms mm-hmm. of fielders, Hicks, Judge... Gardner, Clint, Talkman, all these guys. We have fielders that we can have out there, and we're we have the luxury of having a DH in the AL. So he's a perfect DH. He can mm-hmm. be a DH, and maybe that we use that to get him back healthy because he's coming off an injured year. So like maybe less games, less reps in the outfield. But I agree, he's definitely a player that can play a good outfield. He can make diving plays all the time. He just yeah. he may have been a little rusty because we haven't been putting him out there on a regular basis where he, he was in Miami, the everyday left fielder. Yeah, I mean the 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 thing is that in his ten years he's played about eleven hundred and eleven hundred games, eleven hundred and sixty two to be exact. He's DH'd only about a hundred to two hundred of those. Really? And and everyone's saying that he is has to be a DH and is only a DH. I mean that's that's kind of wild. And and how many of those were probably on the Yankees? Probably the majority like of them. Eighty percent of those were probably while he was on the Yankees. He wasn't DHing in the Florida, Florida Marlins. Yeah, we just have a, we have so many players. We're a deep team, and we we're allowed to DH him if we needed to. But I just think, I mean, that DH spot can be used for better people. That we can use that for Fords, for Voits, because we can move DJ to. to yeah. It just gives we can flex because that. Those guys, those guys are more DHs. We don't. Yeah, he's not as bad of a fielder as some of these guys. I mean, the, I mean, with Encarnacion, he was the perfect DH. Why he should be the definition of a DH is Stanton like Encarnacion in the field? No, Ed Encarnacion sucks in the field. He's a fat slob. <laughs> I mean, Stanton can play that outfield. That's why I think we can put that to rest too. He can play a damn good left field. I do think we we wean him back into the lineup. And use that DH just so that we we keep him healthy. I agree with that. I just take I don't like the argument that he's a bad left fielder. Yeah, and I and I completely agree. And I think that he gets a lot of undeserved shit for not being the player that everyone. I mean, the guy can rake. He would be the guy can rake. Do you think he was worth the money? I mean, it was a lot of money. It's a, it's a lot of money. Um, worth it. We'll see. Um. If, I think, if he has, if he has the same seasons that he's been having, with if he, if you just take his Yankee season that he was healthy for, and multiply that by the number of years that he has on his, on his contract, yes, I think if he has that same season, then I think he'll be worth twenty twenty five million dollars a year. Yeah, I, I the only thing here, I mean, we're paying him a lot of money. We got him for not a lot in terms of the trade. We didn't give up anything. We gave up like Starling Castro, which is who cares? He's not doing too hot himself but 
I mean, for him to be worth the money, he needs to stay on the field. That's it. And I can I can see why people are saying he's not worth the money at the moment. But people have down years. Baseball is a long game. A player of his caliber is going to be playing till he's near forty. And it's a very, uh, it's a very long game, and a lot of years on his get, contract. So it's early to say he's not worth the money. Yeah, and a lot of people get. You said it before very well that you get blinded by recency bias. Yeah, and. Listen, Derek Jeter got booted off the field once too. Everyone yeah, forgets that. Exactly. And we're, not, and we're not out here saying he's the next Derek Jeter, but we are saying that you got to give people a shot, especially a guy who was an MVP two years ago. And yeah, that and dude can change the game. Especially a guy who has shown that he can be the player that he's was we signed him for. I mean, as soon as we signed him in his op- in his first Yankee at bat, it's a home run. And that same game, he had another home run on opening day as well. So like. How can we go from, I mean, that day, how are we feeling about Sen? He's a second coming of Jesus that day. Yeah. We, and then we now we're, we're saying we hate him. I mean, New York fans, myself included sometimes, we're, we go up and down. We like, we. I mean, we're like a roller coaster with the emotions that attach to a player. His his right now is pretty low in terms of the Yankees fans as a whole, but I'm he's, still there. I still see he definitely has a lot to prove to win back the fans. I think he's like but the geo. He, he's got, this is a very big year for him for the fans, not for his career. His accol- no, the accolades no, no, no. are there. This is yeah. a big year for him as to win over the win, Yankee, to, to win, win back, back the fans, New York fans. Cause if he puts together, okay, let's, let's backtrack here. If he puts together another year, like last year and he's hurt again, then we're talking, then we're yeah. talking. Okay. Was he worth the money? No. Cause two of his, Two of the three prime years are wasted. That yep. I can buy into, which is why I do think this is a huge year for him. He needs to yeah. prove that he is a Yankee. He can make it in New York. He can stay on the field. And I do think he can do that because there's only one year where he hasn't done that. Yeah. And I, I think that the fans getting behind him are going to be huge. And realistically, if he hits two home runs within the first 10 games, people are going to be like, he's back. Yeah, exactly. So, and even All it and takes is that, one 500-foot moonshot like he hit off yeah. Mike Fires. Remember when he hit that home run off Mike Fires and yeah. he stared him down? Yeah, Sen is amazing. a guy. He's my number one pick to have in my, in my corner if we're going Yankee brawl. Like he, oh, of course. That's just that he, we got big bodies, and he's one of those dudes where you just love having on your side. He's just a scary motherfucker. No matter any way you write it up, if he's slumping, if he's batting 100, if he's in a playoff game and Sen steps in that box – you're not throwing one down the dick to him. You're th- you're mm-hmm. trying to pitch around him no matter how hot or cold he is because yeah. it's just the Stanton effect. And especially he is a, especially a huge help because he masks other players in the lineup. He helps Judge because Judge will not be pitched around. Glaber won't be pitched around. When you, have got, when you have a lineup with Judge, DJ, Glaber, Stanton, Gary, who are you pitching around? That's the yeah, thing you're, too. You're not gonna, yeah. You're not going to, because if he's hot and he's playing well, and Judge is batting before him, or Glaber or Gary, whoever it is that day, is batting before him, they're not gonna watch it. They're not gonna walk him. You have to pitch to those guys. Yeah. And that is a huge factor. That, I mean, he again, it's, is, it's the game. It's the game within a game. The only thing I will say, another thing to end this episode out is he needs to. The one thing he needs to figure out how to do is to not. Swing at that low and away slider. Low and away slider. Low and away slider. Out how to either hit that just spit or on not swing. Just spit Game on over. it. Just spit on that, and then he's a machine. Yeah, just stop it. If you can do that, worth it. I love Stanton. 
I think it's going to be a big year for him. I do too. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.